yeah. That bass line. That bass line. This one goes out to Audrina. <laughs> yeah, she digging the new Pearl Jam? She does not dig the new Pearl Jam. Well, she yells know. at me every time I talk about the new Pearl Jam album coming out. Why? Because she heard this song. She made her so mad. She's like, what happened to those guys? You know? Not sure, man. I mean, it doesn't even sound like Matt Cameron's playing the drums. It sounds like it's there. It sounds like they're using a drum machine. Yeah, it totally sounds like a drum machine. But you could totally play that. You could. Oh, yeah, obviously, I, yeah, yeah. Man. It's just a the way they sound. I mean, it is probably him playing. And the and the song, the way the song is written, it sounds like a sounds like an '80s, you know, Dire Straits song. Right. <laughs> right. Right, they like went in like super reverse. Whatever, you know, they're running away from that in the uh, at the beginning of their career. No, they're because you know they, that band did come out in '91. Yeah, they were totally anti the machine, anti the man. Yeah, oh yeah. Now they're kind of the man. They they're the man. I mean, when you when you have a whole career you know, on a mostly on a major label, one of the biggest ever, and then you sell sixty million albums. You're kind of the man. Yeah, yeah. There's no way around it. Yep. You're not. You're not punk rock anymore. The it's, angst. The angst is gone. It's like the the new Rage of the Machine tour. Rage <laughs> against the machine. They're yeah, like, we'll, you we'll, are raging against yourselves now. That's a hundred and fifty dollar minimum ticket price. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that get paid out of that. So I get it, but I bet you they're getting a good chunk, especially when it comes to their merchandise. It's not going to be a fucking handout at their show. No, that, that's the first thing I said to all the people Comrades. bitching yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. You know, it's like everyone's bitching about it. I'm just like, it should be free. Yeah. Right? I mean, there should be no ticket sales. Every show should be free. And all the merch should, should be f- distributed equally amongst our brothers, our comrades. <laughs> right? And sisters. All comrades. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't get it. I kind of want to go, but I, there's no way I'm spending that money. It's already sold out, so I mean, Is you're it? gonna pay double. Oh yeah, the whole tool. Well, I'm tour sure. Is sold I'm out. sure that it'll back off. Some a lot of that is scalpers. They just buy the tickets up immediately and they try and resell them at ridiculous prices. Right, and they will on this tour. Mm-hmm. I think the first we, one probably. The second reunion. <laughs> yeah, the second leg of the reunion tour that they're that all ends. fleecing you for. <laughs> the Guns and Roses tour the irony like is lost on many folks about that band yeah they just because they don't pay attention well in the in the day too like all their albums are on epic records yeah just like pearl jam and it's like yeah man why did you sign to a one of the biggest corporations in the world maybe definitely yeah if you're raging against the machine, it's just a well-placed, well-organized scam, I guess. You know? Well, I think when you start off, well, you're probably that angsty person. There's a lot of angst in their music. They weren't the man. and it's But it's hard to turn down the man money. No matter what your principles are, you start getting that money. It does, it does uh, change people. Well, I you know I don't know if this is genuine or not, but I mean these bands talked about it, and I and, and back then this kind of music wasn't in the mainstream. 
like Pearl Jam, the Rage Against the Machines, like the very early 90s. It was still very 80s-ish, you know, and 90, 91. And so maybe these guys were signing record deals like that because all of the underground bands were on major labels too. It was just okay to sell like a 200,000 copies just so you can make your next record. So there was a lot of that. <clears throat> so maybe on some level, eh, what would you, yeah. You got, there's, there's, uh, you know. You can't the have risk. that same hunger for your entire career and actually make it. It changes. It changes. You can still have a career, but yeah, it's, you know, the fire. That's why all like the real fans typically look back on the, the earlier stuff and be like, wow. They were really hungry then. Yeah. It just sounds edgier and different. It probably was. And it's hard to get back to that when you have everything at your disposal. I mean, it sounds great to be able to go record wherever you want at any time, and but can you recreate it? You know, when you're fucking hungover, partying, playing out, and you know scraping by, can you capture that again? Maybe. <laughs> Some bands sound like they do, and I think it's just because they're amazing musicians. Right. But right. You, you're, you can't be this desperate in life. <laughs> right. I know, you know, I love Maynard's lyrics, but you can't, he can't be that upset with his life. <laughs> no, I don't think he, in his lyrics too, well now. There's maybe, a lot of, a lot of de- sadness and angst. I think it's just as a worldview, a perspective yeah. of the life he's lived. And, well, the world he's living in. Maybe not the life. I'm sure his life he's living is just fine. He seems like a happy guy. Exactly. It's his his perception. Right, of the external world around him, which is good, of course, for people of that kind of success and magnitude to be in touch with on some level. Well, I think... It's hard to maintain that. It is hard to maintain that. But coming from that type of background, I guess I can lend myself to that their perspective a little bit more than I can just from some someone that's never been in the trenches. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, man, I mean, the, the, like I was saying, the irony is so lost on people about it. It's like... I can't support that band anymore. I, we saw them live. I think me and you saw them together, right? We did. Yeah. I would probably, li- I would, if they bought made another album, I'd probably get it. I would listen to it. I wouldn't. Because they're great musicians. Yeah, but I don't have they? to agree with everybody's philosophy on life. It's Yeah, well, yeah, yeah me neither. And the, the thing is, if you don't like it, don't support it. It's, it's just that simple. Yeah, but even though... People, the people that pay, are paying attention, listen to you know what Tom Morello has to say about society. There's a lot of people that are just buying that record because it's saying the opposite of what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> could it's be the truth. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody's listening to fucking Tom Morello talk. Is Raging Against the Machine being so against the man, which is Rage Against the Machine? Yeah. That you go out and buy their album. To give them money and make them more successful? I'm not Through good capitalism, at... dude? <laughs> there you go. That's how you show them. Well, the machine Put... is, you know... Oh, fuck. I'm drawing a, a blank. Is, uh... Capitalism. Yeah. You know? Right. So if the machine is capitalism, then they are raging against... Yeah, you got a point there, yeah, bro. Yeah, So you buy their album and be like, ha-ha! Fuck capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the team, comrade. Yeah. 
I hope you get all this money. Part of the what the bourgeoisie now. It was like the, I don't even want to get into politics. Nah, we're probably you know funny, you know we're not really. Every really time we sit together though and do just a, a podcast, the two of us, we talk about politics somehow or another. It gets back to that. I'm not. I'm just uh, to be honest with you, I haven't been paying much attention because I'm just burned out on that shit. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> going to be the guy. Whatever, man. Yeah, people Look, are buying what he's selling. They sure are. You know, it's not uh, millionaire with three homes. There, he should rage against the machine and and the Barney Sandlers should you know Barney <laughs> should get together and do some concerts. Oh, I think he's come out on behalf of Bernie. I think Who, the Tom Morello. Oh yeah. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. He's the only straight up. Honest commie on the fucking stage, you know. Oh, whatever, you know. The other guy, even if he becomes president again, it's like we're fucked, you know. So uh, we got Kyle Shut limed up. Yeah, you know when we mentioned this on, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have a. It hasn't had happened yet. That'd yeah, be cool. I think he's coming on. I'm next a big week. fan, so don't fucking let me down, Kyle. <laughs> he hasn't yet. He just made you happier. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle shut of the sword. So yeah, I mean what brings that band up, what gave me the idea to even try and contact him was they're going on tour this summer with Rush. Which is weird. Rush is no, not oh, Rush. Oh no, Rush. Less Clay. Primus. That was Primus, close. Yeah. They're doing Rush though. They're yeah, doing the Rush album. Uh, a farewell to farewell kings. To yes. kings. Yeah, yeah. That's my bad. Sorry. Uh, might as might as well be our rush, Primus or Tool. I have seen them together. Primus, and Primus rush. and Rush. Nice. Yeah. Fuck Way it. back in the day. Way back in the day with okay. Jason Latman. Those are the two band, two two bands I've never seen. <clears throat> but I think I'm, I'm probably gonna go to that. Yeah. Yeah. Wolf Mothers with them. Yeah, that'd be a cool show. It would be fun. I don't know. I asked the lady, and she's like, "That's all you. You, you go." I'm like, "Oh, no, I'd love to go. Fucking a. Why don't you go with me?" But she's seeing like, yeah. the sword for thirty-five minutes will suck. Yeah, they'll probably get forty-five. I doubt it. Well, I'm they're just coming to Cleveland, back. aren't they? Yep, Nautica. What day? I mean, I could probably look it up, but you look it up, fuckers, if you want to know. You lazy uh, fuckers. Like July twenty-sixth or something. Yeah, it's. I think. Yeah, we'll just go with that. People will be like looking for July. end of July. Is it? I don't know. June or July. It's in summer, man. It's in the summertime. But yeah, man, that'll be fun. That's a different kind of show, but still pretty cool. I saw um the Claypool um or the Lennon Claypool Delirium. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, Les Claypool and John Lennon. Sean Lennon. Sean Lennon. Yeah. See. They're pretty awesome, man. Their new album. I've only heard one song off of it. I'm going to get it, though. What's it called? The Lennon Claypool Delirium, I believe. Fucking hey. Never heard of this. Oh, I told you about it before. Should we listen to a, the other new Pearl Jam song? Oh, yeah. Sure, why not? Well, this video has It no can't sign. get worse, I guess. Uh, I guess it could. It could. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sure could. Sure could. It could be a ukulele solo album. Yeah, that happened. Hey man, man, give them credit. Do what you do, buddy. If it's, do whatever if you want to do, especially at that 
Yeah, that point in your career, yeah. there's a no loss. Yeah. You spend a little money to record, I guarantee you didn't put, put a bunch of money into printing records. Right. Even It's not his money. It's somebody else's. And good for him. I mean, I guess. I mean, fucking hopefully somebody liked it. I'm sure they did. A ukulele solo album. Fucking A, dude. I mean, that band, I just watched, uh, watched them on Saturday Night Live. Oh, they played recently? No. The very first time oh, they played. And that was, was incredible. Completely Insanity. different vibe. Yeah, it was fucking balls to the wall. You know, they were all super intense. And then I saw I saw them on my birthday, which is on that poster. I'm sure we've talked about it before. 16th birthday, second album. It was like going to a Pantera show. Yeah, it was comparable. I mean, intensity. It was that fucking crazy. The whole floor was nuts. That was at the pentacle of their. Well, that was the pentacle of our testosterones. I mean, yeah. that, that hit when like uh, there was a bunch of fucking thirteen, know, 14 thirteen to eighteen year olds just raging. <laughs> yeah, losing their fucking minds, including them. They were kids too, and they were losing their minds. Yeah. You know, I remember going to shows that I didn't expect. I saw the Spin Doctors once, and it felt like that. Not to compare the two. But I saw the Spin Doctors oh, with Soul Asylum yeah, was with at Blossom. Yeah. And there was fucking mosh pits and crowd surfing and slam dancing. It wasn't like we are the world kind of happy shit. Like no. it was a bunch of testosterone just fucking right. rocking each other around. Right. Right. And yeah, the, to the Spin Doctors, Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss. I mean, dude, that's weird, huh? Yeah. The it 90s was. Were, were that way. Yeah, I mean, same thing. I saw I saw Neil Young, and he in ninety three or whatever ninety two, and he was promoting his MTV Unplugged album, which means acoustic and kind of mellow, right? And he was doing it with uh, JT or uh, yeah JT Booker and the MGs. Is that who it is? Uh, doing his he was the they were the solo the 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 backing band. Yeah. So, but Dinosaur Junior and Blind Melon opened. You wouldn't even think people would mosh to Blind Melon, but it certainly was the case. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, it was so weird because it was the two generations just coming up together. They were the, you yeah. know, it was the grizzled old men in quotations, which would be guys our age now, which is even trippier. Right. So they were, they saw Neil Young in 1970. Right. You know, and they were used to everyone sitting down and just being stoned and not moving. <laughs> why are these fucking kids slamming into each other god damn it and that damn was it. that was before like it was i think that's when it kind of became a real thing it was underground before that like real Pretty. heavy metal bands yeah yeah but slam dancing i don't remember hearing too much about that yeah people did that like bits. anthrax shows right and like you know all that Bay Area thrash metal stuff i think it, i think that's pretty much gone by the wayside though moshing yeah well, I haven't been. I, to I think a, there's a lot of delicate kids out there. I don't think there's a whole lot of moshing right well, now. Well, Slayer, there was some moshing, but I think that was an older, was still to younger crowd. Slayer fans. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it was just fucking nuts. It's cool to watch though, because as a kid, you're like, yeah, old man, this is our shit, you know. And and yeah, I mean, there was stuff like that all the time. Yeah, people were just moshing such for a bully any, bow. for anything. Yeah, they would. I didn't we saw say that candle box, and there was a mosh pit. Candle box, 
to a couple Candlebox shows. Yeah. There was that, uh, what was it, Geaugus County Fair. I mean, they had some, some rocking stuff, but no more rocking than, you know, Led Zeppelin. Big, yeah, big mosh pits, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't mosh for Led Zeppelin. Who says I won't? If they you tour, dude, you wouldn't fuck a we're going to tear it up. You weren't a mosher. <laughs> well, you quit moshing way before me. I moshed until I was much too old to be moshing. <laughs> yeah, you're that guy. You're like, fuck. I walked out of a mosh pit once, and like my fucking angle was all twisted up. I was like, shit, I got to work tomorrow. And fucking bruises on my head and shit. I'm like, this is stupid. I can't do this anymore. I retire right yeah, then and there. I did. Threw my gloves on. <laughs> Peace. No more moshing for me. I, I, I quit in like 1992. Get dropped on a set of chairs, folding chairs at Blossom. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? This is dumb. I'm done here. Well, at least you got that. Mine was like, I was in my 30s and I was still moshing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 35 moshing in the pit. Oh, shit, dude. That was like 10 years ago or something? Yeah, not quite. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite good. Fucking A. Damn. So, yeah, man, Pearl Jam and Rage Against the Machine. <sighs> Both bands that I used to really like. And now they're kind of disappointing the fucking shit out of me. I guess. I got shit going on. Can't let these strangers disappoint you. Right. You know. Whatever. That doesn't mean you can't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. I just try not to invest too much time in it. I don't sit oh, and well on it. I listen to each song about... For about 40 seconds, and I'm like, you know, I can't do it. I haven't made it all the way through. Maybe it, no. the end gets really awesome, though. Just what if we're missing it out? epic and rad. <laughs> yeah. It's actually 12 minutes long. You know what? That'd probably be the best part of the song, though, is the very end. Yeah. The last four chords. Just the last, uh, the last note. Yeah. <laughs> Boop. Done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, silence. I, love I don't me. know if that was strategic or not, but this is my favorite part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> the track after, the, in, the, in between that the song emptiness and the next. between the two. Can you guys make that space in between tracks longer? <laughs> Just like the whole thing. <laughs> we'll buy a blank CD from Pearl Jam. <laughs> it's the best thing they put out in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bird chirping every now and again. Fucking a. I don't know, man. Whatever. So fucking Primus coming to town with the sword and Wolfmother playing a farewell to Kings by Rush. I mean, perfect, right? We just lost Neil Pert. That's know, a, that was kind of seems like a fitting tribute. That was a heavy one. I mean, yeah, I think he's pretty much the consensus. I mean, the other guys will be like, no, man, John Bonham, this and, you know, Whoever else that they want to try and compare as a drummer. Technician-wise, it's hard to get past Neil Peart. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I just yeah, I posted a video on our, our official website, rocksavagepod.com, and it was a video of him just talking about his drum kit and talking about, like, really getting in-depth, super passionate about the whole subject and just talking about his instrument being the drum kit, obviously, but it was talking about how each piece has its own voice. And you referred yeah. to the tone of it as, you know, a voice. And I've heard people, teachers and stuff I've had, refer to it as that, too. I think that they're correct. And just watching the video and how he gave a fuck was super impressive. Because, he, he, you know, he pays tribute to, like, you know, the people that 
make the shit, which is yeah. all handmade, mostly, you know, symbols and things like that. I mean, not the drums anymore, but, you know, people do hand make drums and symbols. Oh, they make hand drum, handmade drums. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, it's 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 like a an, an important feeling to know that there's people in the world like that. And to lose somebody like that is pretty tough because he was so deeply passionate about what he was doing. And it, it, it's also sad because most people take that kind of shit for granted. Yeah. Take those kind of people for granted in that manner. He was by no means. Yeah, he wasn't that he guy. Was, he was a bad motherfucker, you know. But uh, yeah, I wish there was kind of more passion like that from that guy. So I mean, if and if anybody can do a proper tribute to Rush, it's Primus. They're more than capable of doing that. Tool could too, but not many others. Yeah, you know, because those songs were not easy to play at all. Mostly. Dream Theater. Dream Theater could do it. Yeah. So, yeah, I might go to that. It's good shit. It's a nice surprise. Yeah, I'd go. Maybe we'll go, man. It'll probably sell out pretty quick, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Gotta look early. Are they on sale already? Probably soon. Probably soon. I'll look right now. Real time. By the time we release this, it would be sold out and we'll look like idiots. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time I've looked like an idiot on this podcast. Wow, that's, you know, pretty honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got no shame, man. Yeah, well, you know, probably all said dumb shit. We do have 70 episodes. What? What? That's big. Yeah. How Even many though tickets? We, no, we, we, we have been doing this for a while, though. Four? Now. Four years? Four tickets? What's up? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. Yeah, get four. Checking availability. This is fucking riveting shit here. It we're trying to, get, trying to get Primus tickets right now. They're probably tickets. not even on sale yet. You know? So that's dumb. General admission, $80. What? For two tickets? For a, a piece. $80 a piece? That's not even with the service charges, I bet. Jeez, man. Damn. Price has gone up, motherfucker. Check again later. When 80, they're sold out. 80 they're... bucks. That's nuts, man. Yeah, that is nuts. Shit costs money, though, yo. It's the truth. When you imagine how many people are probably in on that show now, I mean, that's still a lot of money to be made. Oh, yeah. You know, no one's going away broke. Except for us. <laughs> I bet you the band doesn't get much of it, though. I think they probably get like a fit. Nah, I bet they get you they're a, getting 100. They get a guarantee based off 50, of the 25 projected sales. Yes, they get, they get a guarantee in their merch. They're, they're set up. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. It might be just goes. two because I don't think Jamie will want to go to that. Well, what else is going on? <clears throat> it's fucking cold here. Yeah, we're sitting next to a heater. And right then, now. what was it, maybe three days ago, it was 60 degrees out? Yeah, it's going to be fucking 50 degrees on, on the weekend. It's good shit. It's good fucking shit. There's your weather forecast for the weekend after. No, it's this will be like, yeah. You just need to start posting that shit real time. Yeah, it's, yeah. We'll just stream it live. Yeah, you want to just stream live? Talk about the fucking weather. <laughs> Everyone, we'll tune in. No, we'll be your number one source. Yeah. Yes, we will. Number one, look out, Fox 8. <laughs> I'm going to fuck your shit up with the weather game. 
Motherfuckers. All right, man. That's about all I got. All right. Yeah, we got some good uh, interviews coming up. I think two are most likely in the bag. They're two pretty big ones. So, uh, and after that, we'll see, man. We're just going to keep going and going. All right. All right, all right. Take it easy. Peace out.